This podcast is sponsored by Tell2App.com. Welcome to The Life of a Networker. On this podcast, we are featuring industry leaders from the network marketing profession to share with you the stories, inspiration, and leadership. Now, here is global business developer, leader in authentic sharing technology, your host, Mr. Mike Fedick. Hey guys, my name is Mike Fedick and I am excited today. It's Friday, Halloween is tomorrow, but that's not what I'm excited for, although I do love candy. Uh, this is the podcast, The Life of a Networker, and I've got some special guests on uh, today. Uh, these individuals, um, when I think of them, I smile, and, and I truly mean that because there's just the people that walk into a room and they either brighten that room or they dim that room, or you don't even know those people exist when they walk in the room. Well, this couple right here are the couple who brighten the room up. And I've got the privilege uh, to interview today uh, a couple from Minneapolis, Minnesota, Tony and Sarah Zalecki. And what I love about you guys more than anything um, is every time I see you, as soon as I see you, you both smile from ear to ear. <laughs> I smile and it's like we've known each other for 20 years. And although we haven't, it feels like that. And there's just certain people in your life that come along that bring that kind of feeling to you. And it's like um, uh, what they say, synergy is what one plus one equals more than two is what I feel like when I'm with you guys. So uh, to just say hello and to share just your background a little bit, who you guys are, have some fun for a few minutes. Uh, Tony, Sarah, welcome and thank you uh, for the opportunity to, to share the life of a networker with you. Oh my gosh. Well, thanks so much for having us on. And I too like candy, <laughs> by the way. I mean, you're in, you're in Mexico. You you have some good candy, like real <laughs> legit candy. So yeah, the, the uh, real chocolate. They say it's it's like it's not full with chemicals. It's actually really made chocolate. Yeah, so, yes. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Well, you know, I number one, I love I love network marketing. I mean, I am so proud uh, to represent this profession and. You know, I mean, every day I can't wait for people to ask me what I do. You know what I mean? I'm kind of like, ask me, ask me, you know, because I just, you know, I've seen the impact that it's had on, on so many people's lives, right? I mean, granted for ours, I mean, massive transformation. I mean, we've been involved in the, in the industry 23 years. Oh my God, we were kids. Yep. I mean, we were literally kids. I was 21, Tony was 19. Um, you know, I was a nanny. I had no business being in business. Tony was schlepping tacos. No business, <laughs> no business being in business, right? But I was having fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, you know, I just I fell in love with that. I mean, I remember when I first when I first was introduced to the business, like I got it. You know what I mean? I mean, granted, I I didn't understand the ebbs and flows and all the other things that come afterwards, right? Because I was an employee mindset for so long, right? I was used to, you know, clocking in, clocking out, getting paid every two weeks, et cetera. I definitely did not have the mindset of an employer. And I think that probably for me was probably the number one challenge that I had to overcome and, and work through over the years. Right. Um, but, you know, I, I think for me, like I, I, I fell in love with the profession. I mean, as crazy as this sounds, like I just, I wanted to be somebody, you know what I mean? Like I wanted to be somebody. I was a kid that I went to college for not even a 
semester, not even a trimester, right? <laughs> Four. <laughs> so I, don't, I didn't even make it through a trimester, right? And not that I don't love learning. Like, I love learning. Like, I, I'm like, oh, my God, I soak it up as much as I can. Um, but I don't know. Just for one reason or another, you know, my path kind of took me down another way. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, I just, I, you know what? I was really that kid growing up that just never really fit in. You know what I mean? Like I was a friend to all. I I didn't really have a clique that I hung out with. Like I hung out with kind of everybody. Um, and so I think because of that, you know, I, I definitely had kind of like the people pleaser syndrome. And so because of that, I was trying to always fit into like just anybody that would love me, you know, even though I grew up in an amazing upbringing yep. and, you know, it was awesome. Um, and I still do like my parents are incredible. And um, but still there was just something in me that I was like, I wanted to be somebody. And that really was the main reason I got involved in the profession was to kind of just prove something to myself. You know what I mean? That sense of accomplishment, it, it definitely, you know, wasn't because of the money or the lifestyle or any of that. And, you know, obviously now like th that's all here, but in the beginning part of when I got started, that wasn't the reason I joined, you know? Yeah. And I'll tell you, Mike, I was working on a taco truck with my mom and, you know, we were hustling. We were working our tails off. My mom's a secretary for an electric company in Wisconsin. And, you know, she just wanted more, you know, and I just, I, I remember seeing that out of her and watching her and just, you know, she's like, I, we can have more family. We can have more, you know, and I respected that so much. And she got this taco truck back in the eighties um, before anyone had taco trucks and we would run around festivals and, you know, whether they were on the lakefront, whether they were at churches, we would go to the bars at night. That's where we actually made most of our profit from, you know, 10 o'clock at night till yeah, guys like me and I'm walking out stumbling, starving. You were right well, there. Well, I heard, I, I learned really quick at a young age, Mike, that alcohol and Mexican food <laughs> equals bank. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> and, you know, you know. And nobody cares about the change either. Yeah. They're like, here's a 20 for one taco. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Oh, so good. I, I have never been tipped so well in my life <laughs> in those years. But I'll tell you, my sister then, my oldest sister called my mom and I. She was in Chicago. We were in Wisconsin one night. And she's like, hey, I went into a meeting and I heard about a business and you guys got to come and check this out. And me and my mom didn't know what was going on. We drove about an hour. We showed up at a presentation and it was network marketing and I was 19. And um, I just remember getting so excited, Mike, because there was a testimonial at the end. It was about an hour presentation. And I remember seeing this story and this kid comes up. He's like, you know, I'm 18 years old. I just got started. I have no idea what I'm doing. I made like two grand my first month in the business. And I'm really excited. And I looked at my mom and I'm nudging my mom going, mom, that's like me. I can do this. And my mom looked at me and she goes, you dang right, you can do this, you know? And me and my mom signed up. Well, actually, my sister's like, okay, Tony, I'm going to enroll you and you can enroll mom. So, you know, I'll have a couple people in my downline and you'll have mom. And I'm like, right on. <laughs> that's how we started. But you also borrowed your mom's credit card, though. Oh, yeah. Well, that's really why mom came to the meeting, bro, just so yeah. you know, like to give the money to get started. But, you know what? My sister and I laughed today because she's like, yeah, I wanted you guys to see it, but I also needed mom's credit card. And I know that, you know, you were going to have to do an order too, and you're going to need mom's credit card. And actually mom actually bought an order too. So um, we were all in that night, man. When you say all in, we were all in.
Man, that is so funny and so great and, and so relatable. You know, one thing you said, and, and what I respect, I actually got the goosebumps when you said it, because it's not the normal when a mom says, we can have more, you know, yeah. Tony, we can have more, you know, and, and having that side hustle and having that truck. And, and I respect it so much because, you know, when, when people say, well, where did you do it? We did it wherever there were people. We went wherever there were crowds of people. And that to me is the mindset of a hustler is no matter what, no matter when, no matter how, we're just going to get it done. And yeah. so at 19, you had that in you. And, you know, for me, when I started the industry, I was, uh, I was 18 years old and my assistant principal in high school invited me out to a presentation. Now, what was funny was my mindset was I was a great student. I was, a, no, I was not a great student. I was a, a behaved student, meaning I didn't get in trouble much. My grades weren't wonderful because I was like you, Sarah, I didn't mind learning, but I didn't want to learn about half the crap they were teaching. Yeah. I wanted to learn about making money and business. Right. And so I can relate to you, Tony, because what, what the funny story was, is he invited me to a presentation. I went out to the library up into Sebastian, Florida to that, to that presentation. And I see this room full of people and this lady out front. I'm like, wow, this guy, whatever he was telling me about is, is really real. So I ask, you know, is, 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 is Chip there? And they say, uh, no, I don't, don't see a guy named Chip. I go, well, he said he's here. You know, he's a pretty responsible guy. He's my principal. <laughs> if he wasn't there, I was like, well, I'm going to get some passes for being late now because this guy stood <laughs> me up. But I went into the, to the round the corner because that's, that's where his meeting was. And there was two people in the room, him and another guy setting up a projector. And although I didn't lose my, my doubt in that it was, it was still good, I just remember, though, after that presentation, I said, I can do this. I mm -hmm. saw people and I never, you know, when people say, oh, don't compare yourself to people or whatever. No, that's just a BS answer. Yeah, we compare ourselves. We're just right. human nature. It's not healthy. It's not right all the time. But I saw people and I go, if they can do it, I can do it. Uh, which kind of leads me right into to the next part of it is you got started, the both of you. And you can kind of share because I know your journeys in the beginning were different. And then they, they collided uh, about the, at the 16 years ago or so. Uh, you yeah. guys look like you're 26. So I don't know how that's possible, but I'll go with it. <laughs> And, um, and there's no fact checks here, so we won't go back on it. But when you first got started, I think so many people today in the industry, um, I believe they, the reason why most people don't succeed, they just don't stay around long enough, right? They get hit up hard, you know, once or two no's or someone tells them it's a scam and they just lose momentum. What was it like for you guys when you first got started? And now today when you're getting someone started, what, what would you do differently from what you went through to, to where you guys now bring in new people because you're so successful at that? Um, I see too many people. I've actually shared, talked about this before. I see too many people put deadlines on their business. I mean, if people say, hey, what was one of the secrets to your, you know, secrets to your success? I, I never once was like, I'm going to give this a couple of years. I'm going to give this five. I was like, I'm just going to do this until. I figure it out. And I think that's just kind of how I'm wired. You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll work on something till I can like freaking nail it, whether it's putting yeah. together a puzzle, whether it's doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, that's just, that's just how I'm wired. And so I see the mistake that people make is they're like, I'm going to put a deadline on it. And I'm like, guys, you cannot do that. Like that is so much pressure you put on yourself. It's just, it's not a healthy place to be in. And I, I mean, the reality is I'm like, most of us, the careers that we're working, like we're going to have to work hard at those anyways. Like, so why wouldn't I put some extra effort into creating another stream of income? But also too, if it took me, you know, again, I looked at it, if it took me 10 years, I get to 10 grand a month. Like, 
even in 10 years, I would have never gotten a $10,000 raise. Do you know what I mean? Like I never would have gotten, Mm -hmm. you know, so I think it's just helping people manage their expectations. I think that's really important. I see a lot of people, they don't do that. They just sign up their next neighbor, Joe. And they're like, Hey Joe, go get them. You know what I mean? And I'm like, guys, if you, if you set people up properly to win, they're going to stick with you. You know what I mean? But if you don't set them up to win, meaning managing their expectations, there's no stickiness to them. You know what I mean? They're going to be in one day and then the next day you're going to be like, what happened to Joe? Like Joe's gone, you know? So, so for us, it's really important that when we bring people in, we talk about the time, right? That, you know, putting in, you know, you're going to feel like you put in 10 hours and you got paid for one, but understand that over time it changes, right? And not putting a deadline on your business and learning how to celebrate your wins, no matter how small they are, because it's what builds confidence, right? Mm-hmm. And just, you know, really helping them understand, like, you know, I, I tell people all this all the time. I still do it every night when I go to bed, I lay my head on the pillow and I go, Sarah, are you better today than you were yesterday? Are you better today than you were yesterday? And if the answer is yes, then you've got to give yourself, cut yourself some slack, right? And so it's just that whole, you know, process for them when they understand that you're going to have really great days and you're going to have really crappy days and you're going to have incredible months and you're going to have years in network marketing that you're like, wow, that really sucked. And the reality is, is that's life of not a networker. That's a life of an entrepreneur. Right. And so it's, it's that education process that you have to educate people on and just that you can't assume that they know, right. like you can't assume that they know. So the managing expectations for us, I mean, that's the reason I feel that our team is so sticky because they know that when that stuff comes up, guess what they remember? They go, Oh, I remember Sarah told me this might happen. Oh, I remember Sarah said, Oh, this is, and guess what it is? They just, they don't flinch. Yeah. It's like water up a duck's back with them and they just keep on moving versus if you don't set them up to win properly and manage those expectations, the minute that someone says boo to them, <laughs> they're gone, right? They scatter. So I yeah. think, you know, that for us, I mean, that that's everything. I mean, it really is the hot, creating that stickiness for people to stay in the game long enough for people to say yes. Uh, that's that's so good, and you know, and I'm and I'm I could not agree with you more because I used to do the same thing. I would tell people, listen, here's what someone's going to say. They're going to tell you it's a pyramid scheme. Here's the understanding of what that really means, and someone's going to tell you that, oh, is that one of those things? And here's your aunt. Like when you prepare someone for the war and you give them exactly what you said, the 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 shield and the sword and all of that, then when it comes to them. They, they, they don't even flinch. And that no, was they do nothing. Good. Yeah. They they just, it's like business as usual for them. They almost say, ha, huh, that's what Sarah told me you were going to say. Aha. Yeah. That's exactly what Tony, Tony said you were going to say it just like that. And you did. And yeah. it is funny like that because and it's so funny that the, the, the people we're always trying to share the business with, they commonly all have the same two or three objections, right? It's it, there's always. nothing really more. It's always the same. Time, money. I don't know. One other one. Whatever. I you, yeah, I gotta tell you this quick funny story, Mike, because yeah. I just what you're talking about, like pyramid things, and here's what they mean by it. So, you know, we've been in business 23 years with our company, almost eight years, and um, it's been the last couple of years have been phenomenal. And we had the opportunity to go in and buy mama here, a new, um, Cadillac Escalade brand new, right? All the bells and whistles. And we went in, we found it. just buy, but pay cash. Yeah. Yeah. We pay cash. Woo! But that's, that's my, that's my point. So we go into finance and he's like, Oh man, you're writing a pretty big check today. I said, yeah, you know, we're super grateful. We got a great network marketing business. And he looked at me and he said, network marketing. And I said, 
yeah, you know, you know, you know, those things where, you know, you can recruit a bunch of people and the person at the top makes all the money. And he looked at me, he goes, yeah. I go, well, you're sitting next to the person on top of one of those things that makes all the money. And he just started laughing and he's like, oh my God, this is awesome. And we were, you know, we were being, you know, joking, you know what I mean? Yeah, we were just joking. But, you know, he's just like, that is so cool. And, you know, and, you know, for me, I, I thought about what you said earlier, Mike, and it was so important because when I got started a long time ago, like I was around a lady that was a dynamic networker. She used to be a waitress bartender. And she was just spectacular. She would light up a room like you talked about. She would, you know, breathe life into you. She would, you know, you know, tell you how you could do more and, you know, pick you up when you fall down and, you know, patch off, dust you off and, you know, go get them again. And I remember she said three things to me all the time. She's like, Tony, pay attention, get excited and never quit. And that's all I heard for the first year working with her. She's like, pay attention, get excited, never quit. Pay attention, get excited, never quit. And for me, you know, as much as she told me to pay attention, you know, I would be like, well, that sounds great. And yeah, that's working well for you, but I want to do it this way. Or I'm going to try to do the invite that way instead of the way you're telling me to do it. And I would always try to tweak things early on. And, you know, for years, I didn't make any money when I got started. You know, I made enough just to keep going every single month, but I, I had no profit. And I just remember, you know, finally sitting down with her and she said, Tony, I tell you, pay attention, get excited, never quit. And you're not paying attention. Like the number one thing I tell you to do, you're always trying to reinvent the wheel. And she goes, just pay attention for 90 days and let's see what happens. And those 90 days were, were my biggest growth, you know, my, my biggest check, my biggest team, my biggest success. And it was because I really said, okay, ego's out. I'm stripping this thing down to the bare bones and everything you tell me to do, I'm not going to question it because you have the check. I don't, I'm going to follow it to a T. And once I made that decision, it took me a couple of years, Mike, to make that decision. But once I made it, it started working for me. And I just remember kicking myself going, dang, Tony, like, why did it take you two years and you went through so much pain and so much frustration and so much failure? And it wasn't the company. It wasn't the products. It wasn't the upline. It wasn't the sponsor. It wasn't the paid plan. It wasn't any of that. It was Tony Zalecki. Yeah, because you're stubborn. Yeah. (laughs) Which most of us are, really, right? But again, everybody's got the same plan, right? If they're in that company or, you know, you know, charging up the hill. But again, people get, get in front of their, get in the way of their own success. They screw it up. They, you know, try to do it this way, that way. They reinvent the wheel. And if they would just follow the system, if they would just follow the personal development, you know, another big thing is I bathed in personal development my first couple of years. People say, how did you stay in for two years without really making any money? Well, one, I was having fun. And two, I was bathing in personal development where I was just learning all this stuff. And back then, you know, we would listen to cassettes. We would drive the training 15, 20 hours every weekend to a different training, whether it was a basic training, an advanced training, um, you know, a leadership training. And people said, wow, you really went to a lot of those trainings before you were even making money. And I said, I had to 
because I had to get skills. Like I had to understand how this really works and I didn't know any of it. And I'm just like, I need the education. Like I need the stories. I need someone telling me. And then if I really do it, I can create whatever story I want. So um, I always tell people, this is a big thing in our business, Mike, is that people are like, I'm spending all this money. I'm spending all this money and I don't really see the return or I don't see the big commission check yet. Or man, I don't, I'm not in all the magazines or on all the stages. And I'm like, you know what? The best thing you can do is keep investing in yourself because you're not just blowing money. You're investing in you. And that's the best investment you can ever have in my opinion, in this world. Man, that's so true. And, uh, and I, and I relate to it so much because I, at, at 19, cause I was 18, but I quickly turned 19 within a month or two of getting started and, and I was just coasting along and, and, and not really, I didn't get off to a great, great start in the first month or so until I got a hold of the famous power training CDs. Uh, these, these power training CDs from a, a original mentor of mine and many people over the years. And when I got those CDs, nobody had them yet. They weren't like a public thing. Somebody recorded them in Dallas, Texas at a Super Saturday event. And somehow they, I got them. I don't know from a guy in Florida. And I put those things in my car and I literally in 90 days and went to the top of the compensation plan wow. at, at 20, by, by the time I was 20 years old. And, and literally it was, it was that, that's what I kept telling myself is that regardless of what happens in the business, man, I'm becoming better. Like I'm doing things in my life better. And what people, I mean, if you were to ask someone um, to do personal development and they could get to this level of being better in life, would that be worth it to them? And they would always say, of course, absolutely. I would spend 10 times more than that if I got that great. Well, that's what you're doing. Exactly what you yeah. said. Forget about the products, the auto shipment and all that stuff. Right. That's not what it's all. That's that's just a piece of the puzzle. But personal development is, is so key. And, and what you said, I love. Pay attention, get excited and never quit. Um, I think if people would follow that, they'll be in good shape. Let's transition a little bit because... Um, I love kids. Uh, I don't have any kids myself. Kim doesn't either, but we're grateful that she started a girl's orphanage in Guatemala, which I am super grateful for you uh, for the past two years, participating in one of our fundraisers and helping us out. It just warms my heart. Um, but I know you guys have some children and Hudson being eight and Ava being five. I'm guessing Hudson is eight going on maybe 16 or 18 with technology and uh, Ava's five, probably going on 21 and bosses her brother around would just be my guest since I know kids a little bit, but yeah. share a little bit of, of them. But more importantly, too, on top of that is where does the balance come in? How do you build a business like you guys, which, by the way, is, is into the six figures a month, right? This is no more a $500 a month type business for them. Right. This has yeah. grown into six figures a month. And, and, and so how? How do you manage two children raising kids? Because really your momentum, like you said, over the last three to five years has really been that curve which is about the time that, that Ava was born. So tell us a little bit about them, some fun stories, some things that you love, and then just how you, how you build the business with two kids. Uh, I wish there was like this awesome template layout that I could <laughs> tell people, because people ask me that all the time. And I'm like, guys, you know, the, it's, I think it's just like our business. There's some really, really good days and there's some really not great days, you know? Um, you know, I think for us, it's, you know, it's interesting because I, you know, I built as a single woman, I built as a married woman, I built now with married and with kids, right? And they're, they're all different phases um, inside network marketing. Um, but I think the one that probably most people can relate to is one with kids, you know, for sure. 
And, you know, I think that especially now with kind of what's happening, like during these times, like it, it definitely is a little bit more trying, right? I think that a lot of people are, you know, they're spending a lot of plates. They're trying to be a mom and a dad and, and have a career and do a side business and raise kids. Some of them, they are forced to do all distant learning or homeschooling or whatever, right? I mean, it's wild. Um, but, you know, I think that's a that's really what's so beautiful about network marketing is I feel majority of companies have done a great job of just transitioning everything to online, but also transitioning it to something that's actually really sustainable and doable for the average person like me, where I can work my business in the nooks and crannies of my life. I am equipped with tools that I can use to introduce the business and show the business and show, you know, product or service, et cetera. And so I just, I think, you know, it's really simplified a lot of things in our profession where people feel like they can do it, you know? And I tell people like, just because you can do it all doesn't mean you should do it all. Right. <laughs> That's a big thing, right? So for people that are super type A, they feel like they need to be doing everything at all times or what have you. And I'm like, well, that that's fine, but you don't, you know, you don't have to say yes to all of that. I mean, you have to learn how to say, you know, no to the right thing so you know what are actually your priorities, right? And so, you know, I think for us, I mean, sure, back in the day, it was definitely about making money like crazy and whatever. It was fun and money's a great tool. The reality is, guess what? You want to build an orphanage, takes money, right? You want to do things, you want to build a school, you want to raise a school, you want to do whatever. I tell people like, Cosmo, don't be afraid to like chase after the money because, you know, gosh, oh my gosh, I think about all the incredible things we've been able to contribute to because we weren't afraid of making cash. That's a big thing. I don't know. Someone on here needs to hear that right now. I don't know. It's a side rant, but, yeah. um, but you know, it's, it's, you know, for us now, it's, it's really about the quality of life, you know, and creating that quality of life. And so, you know, our, our kids know we work hard, you know, but I also tell people too, I'm like, guys, like stop feeling guilty for working hard in your business when you have kids, you know, because the best way to teach them what hard work looks like is to do it in front of them, not to tell them to go work hard, Mm -hmm. not to tell, you know what I mean? Like it's to do it right in front of their eyeballs. So for me, I don't mind that I work hard. I don't mind that there's some hour. Sometimes I put in more hours. I don't mind that sometimes I put more, do more Zooms. Like I want my kids to know what it's like to work hard. I want them to know what it's like to have a dream and you know what I mean? And work your guts out and have good days where you laugh and you cheer and you have big days that are bad and you cry and you get bummed out. Like yeah. I want them to see all that. Sure. And our kids are in this, freaking bubble <laughs> of all of that. Yeah. It's an incredible incubator for 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 my kids. It's just it's an incredible place to be in. And so I always share with people I'm like, you know, the days of you having mommy guilt, like you need to spin your perspective. It is not the guilt that you don't feel that you feel like you're not with your kids. Reality, you know, the reality is I'm like, guys, like nowadays Kids like need to learn hard work because most of them are, are damn lazy. Like they need to know what it's like to chase a dream. They know they need to know what it's like to not have something just handed to them or whatever. Right. So for me, it's like, you need to change that perspective, that program, whatever you're telling in your mind on the mommy guilt or whatever. So it's like, I work hard, dude. And I'm like, I'm not afraid to say that. I mean, I think for us, balance is a total myth. 
I, I've had <laughs> a lot of people argue with me about it, but here, here's what I know is that I would much rather have 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour here and there that I am 100% zoned in on my husband or 100% zoned in on my son or my daughter versus saying, Hey, I'll be with you all day. And the reality is I'm really not. I'm all over. I'm still all over the place, checking a message, doing this, doing that. So it's about learning. How can you be fully present, whatever that you do? Like, I'll tell you, that is a, that is a principle in my life. I have worked very hard on it the last two, three years is I am fully present in whatever I'm doing. Like right now in this podcast, guess what? I don't care what happens right now. It could be a blizzard, a tornado, a snowstorm. A, I don't even care what. It doesn't matter. Like I am fully present here Yes. with you, like <laughs> nothing else. And I think that that is something that if I, I feel if people did a really focused in on that, dude, they wouldn't be talking about balance so much. Yeah. It wouldn't be talking about how do I build? I'm like, no, because you know what the reality is, is sometimes all my kids need anyways right now. They just want 15 minutes anyways, because then they're off doing whatever else. Right. right. If you're with them for that 15, it is, I promise you, they will probably talk more about that 15 minute memory, not that entire day that you're with them where you weren't really with them. Exactly. Well, and I think it's so funny and I'll come back to you, Tony, is that- It's, it's like, and, and what, what do people complain about anyway? When you talk about hard work, you're at the playground, the kids are playing, someone asks you to jump on a call for 15 minutes to share your story of, of inspiring 50 people that are wanting to get out of the rat race. You take 15 minutes, you, you're on the call, you're still watching your kids. And like you said, then the phone's down and you go back and play with the kids. After 10 minutes of playing, they're not interested in you in any way. They want to go to yeah, something yeah. else. They're yeah, all like, bye, mom. <laughs> yeah, bye, mom. So I think by by just over my experience of watching people build with kids because i because i didn't build although i did date a girl for four years in my beginning of my career she had two children so for four years i did raise a little baby and a four-year-old girl so i do understand it but the thing i also understood was at the end of the day you're talking about little windows of having to be focused, like you said, rather than 10 hours not seeing your kids. Because by the time you drop them off at 7 a.m., some of them go to after school. By the time you, you pick them up at 5, 36 o'clock, you're running to get dinner. You're get, you, you technically, at the end of a normal work day, if you want to call it, would probably only spend a half hour with your kids, maybe an hour if you're lucky. So I just love network marketing because I think it is the greatest business in the world to spend time with your kids more than anything else to take those times. Like you said, mommy's busy for 30 minutes, guys, or daddy's busy for 15 minutes. I was talking to Brian Carruthers the other day and I asked Brian how it's going. He's right. You know, he's got the, he's got two little ones now at the house. He goes, listen, there's exactly what you said. There's no balance. He goes, I lock, I close the door. They open the door. I'm on a zoom. They open the door. I'm on with corporate daddy, daddy. And you know, and he's just like, you know, but guess what? That's the beauty, I think. It's it's showing people that that's okay. We're not in this professional oh. suit and tie corporate world where a kid exactly. can't walk in the room. I don't want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of something that's more family oriented. And I think you guys just do a, a, such a great job on that. Tony, let me go back to you now on yeah. the children's subject. What are some of the things the kids are into today? What do they love? What do you enjoy doing with them? Um, you know, I know Hudson, eight years old now. He's probably, I don't know if he's into sports. It's that age that sporting probably events are fun. But just share a little bit of, of each child, what, what you enjoy he, doing. You, can I tell you something? Uh, he, you know what is so cute? He thinks Tony is, is uh, um, who is, what's that wrestler's name? 
Oh, John, John Sienna. He thinks Tony is John Sienna. Every night he's always like, Dad, let's do John Sienna. Like he loves wrestling. So he, he's yeah. so he, into that. He, he wants to, you know, run upstairs, go on our big, big bed and make it a wrestling ring. And he just likes to really rip my eyes, rip my nose. He looks for blood now. He, he just, you know, I'm like, dude, you gotta give me a little bit of slack, Hudson. Like, oh, you know, I'm on Zooms a lot for my business. I can't be all bloody, <laughs> man. <laughs> but it's funny uh, because he loves wrestling. He loves track. I, I had so blessed, man, to be able to coach him in track this past year. Okay. Um, and um, really just see him light up and, 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 and thrive, you know, in a team environment and a solo environment and just really, you know, running his butt off and helping the kids around him. And, you know, and that, you know, is so powerful. My, I was sitting here thinking about this, you know, Ava's not too far from us right now. She's coloring and watch. She's been watching the zoom since we started 45 <laughs> minutes ago. And, you know, they're around our zooms all the time and they're listening. And a lot of times we talk leadership or telling our story or talking whatever. Right. But this stuff goes between their ears. Right. And what happens is the ripple effect is they act differently than a lot of kids that I watch them interact with where they've got this, you know, presence about them, this glow about them. You know, Hudson ran around kindergarten a couple of years ago talking to his teacher saying, I lead, I'm a leader, I lead. And she's looking at him like, what the heck? Who is this little kid? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but that is the blessing of all the personal development we do, what network marketing screams from the rooftops, right? Is to be better and to grow and to really have impact and give value and, you know, be a shining light for people. But our kids are doing that now because they've been watching mom and dad do it forever since they were born. But yeah, Hudson, man, a Ava loves gymnastics. I, I, I mean, Sarah and I, we get so excited. I, I love taking her to gymnastics and you know, the whole place smells like a dirty sock, but you get in that thing, you know what I mean? And, oh, yeah. you, and then there goes Ava and she's twirling and jumping and somersaulting. And as a father, you're sitting there and you're just so proud and you just got this big smile on your face. And heck, I might have an earpiece in, you know, waiting for a call or maybe going out to do a call. But that's the beauty of what we do. You blend this and you get the best of both worlds. And that right there, you know, what Sarah said is what I tell people every day. Instead of looking for balance, look for pr being present with whoever, whether it's kids, a husband, a boyfriend, someone in your community, a neighbor, during that quality time whoever that you, you get with. with them. Yeah, be present. Forget about balance. Just work on being present during that quality time. I love it, guys. I love it. And something you said there, too, it's like, don't look for balance um, look to blend, right? I think I think blending is is a much better word because um, that's exactly what we're doing. And so shout out to Ava. I know you're out there watching. Your mom is awesome. Um, just a couple more minutes with you guys. I, I mean, I could stay with you all day long, but um, you know, one of the things that that I find uh, really interesting right now uh, in the space uh, of network marketing is there are there's a lot of things of tools and there's a lot of digital stuff out there. But I know the one thing, and, and if you don't mind sharing that, in the beginning, you were a little hesitant. Like you guys yeah. didn't buy into the ATM 
uh, system. For those that don't know, ad tag message using the Facebook uh, platform, um, you weren't down for it at first, but you kind of watched it grow and some people in your teams were exploding with it. And pretty much, I guess you probably had to say, okay, <laughs> this thing's working, but just tell a little bit of, of how effective that has been. Because since I, I ran into you guys at GoPro last year and you told me that, that at first you weren't really for it. And then I knew that you guys probably have the biggest group in the whole industry that are using it. Um, I went back right away and told Kim and told her to implement it um, because I love the simplicity of it. I love the fact that you could turn around tomorrow and show someone how to do that. And for all of the people out there that don't like to go face to face, belly to belly to meet people, they like to hide behind the computer for whatever reason. That's not what we're here to discuss. What we're here to discuss is that that's what they like to do. So why not put that wheelhouse of ATM in front of them and let them go ham and do what they enjoy in a much more comfortable environment? So what is the ATM system meant to you guys and how effective has it helped you? Well, I think what's really important for everyone to realize everybody's on social media, whether we like it or not. You know, people are loving, liking, scrolling, commenting, whatever it is. And there are a lot of people on social media that look at it and go, man, I would love to figure out how to make money on this thing. Yeah. But they have no idea what to do. You know what I mean? They have no clue. And so for, I'd probably say probably almost all of the direct sales and network marketing companies now, we've you know, done a really good job of pivoting and now, you know, pulling a lot of most of our business online. I know ours is 100% online now. Um, but, you know, being able to pull that in is just, you know, a lot, it's just teaching people how to monetize what they're already doing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're already spending that time guys on here anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you take that time to make money on it? I mean, it's just, it's a no brainer, right? So, you know, so the ATM system is just, is really, giving people a place that they can plug people into that is social proof for the business, right? We, we all learn about like third party, right? Utilizing your sponsor, your upline or whatever it may be like the, you know, I, I feel that an ATM group is like the ultimate third party validation tool. I mean, it really is like the cassette tape, the magazine, the DJ <laughs> all in one place, <laughs> everything, bro. Yeah. Like everything. Right. Yeah. And so I, you know, I think that's, what's so incredible is I'm like, Oh my gosh, like anybody can add someone into a group and tag them in a post or a video or whatever is, you know, relevant for that person and then connect with them afterwards, answer any questions. And they can become a customer or they can become a distributor, right? I mean, so I think for most people, it's like one, two, three, right? And you, if you give people too many steps, they don't do it. So I, I love the fact that it allows, um, you know, the sit that that group allows, it does all the heavy lifting for somebody. Well, let me, you know? yeah, I love that, Sarah. Let me, let me give you this example, Mike. So the last two, three years, we really implemented it and we had to tweak it and figure it out. But here's what's happened. The speed of it for people is fascinating. Where old school, right? We all have done this before. Yeah, I'm going to go meet so-and-so at Starbucks and then go meet so-and-so over here. And it might take me a whole day to meet three people and have three good presentations. Well, now with ATM, I can put three people in a group in five, 10 minutes like that. You know, and you know, there's people that come into our business and they're like adding 15, 20 people a day to a group, 
like Sarah said, tagging them either to a video, a relevant post, something that they need that little bit of information on so they can get over the line and then messaging them immediately. Because Mike, what I love is people go into a group, they're watching something right away. That person can follow up in five, 10, 15, 20 minutes and get them in and get them started and then go, hey, you know what, Mike? See how simple that was? Yeah, that was pretty simple. Can you add five people to the group today? You're like, sure, I can add five people to the group today. Yeah. Now you've got people starting, having success, having wins, right? And now they're teaching the same thing to their people. And now you've got duplication and everyone's like, wow, this actually is working. Wow, it's growing. Wow, the results are pretty cool. And when you can kind of create that speed with people, one, they're like, yeah, come on and tell me if it's working or not to their friends and family or the people around them. I'll yeah. tell you how I got two, three customers in a couple of days and, you know, made a little bit of money and man, my story's getting bigger and better every day. And, you know, the confidence part has been fabulous. That's awesome. Well, listen, I'll just wrap up with, uh, with my real, my, my last question here. And, and uh, it's the one that everyone always wants, wants to hear. And I don't hear enough people ask about it. I love our good friend, Eric Worre, because I remember he had uh, Johnny Green on one time and, and you'd never get Johnny Green on an interview. It's very rare. And, and I love it because Eric goes right into the money, wants to know how things are going, how's the money yeah. going. And so because, listen, at the end of the day, all results are different. You got to work here. You got, and there's no free ride. We know all that stuff and, and all that. But once you do get to the point of really where you guys are now, it's six figures a month, I mean, plus, right? And it's like, like, what does that truly feel like? One of you can answer that. Like, what does that feel like? There's, there's a feeling behind that now. And, you know, I mean, when I got to 10 grand a month, I was like, wow, this feels great, right? So I just, I can imagine to continue to go up. So one of you on that, and then the other one, what are a couple things that with the money, like the Escalate, you're able to do, but even back up, you know, six months ago, a year ago, what are some of the things, and, and, and there's no ego here, just, just yeah. we want you to share for the people to inspire them to know that if they're willing to pay the price that each of you have shared, you paid along your journey, that it's worth it and that there is real tangible things that you can do with this money. They're not points. They're not credits. It's cash money in the bank. So, uh, Sarah, how about the first question over to you of uh, what does it feel like to see that money every single month come in and Tony to, to share some of the things you've been able to do? So you want to know something's weird? Yes. I, I feel the same, bro. <laughs> You know, because the one thing that I know is that if you're a nice person, you're going to be a nice person with money. And if you're a jerk, you're going to be a jerk with more money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think for me, I, I'm still the girl next door. Like I still, you know, I think that's why I work so hard is like, I almost forget that I am making that money. I mean, I'm just kind of like, I mean, I, the reason I'm involved in the profession at this point is, is definitely not because of us. I just, I feel such a huge sense of, um, paying it forward. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. I mean, that is my drive. I'm super driven by that every day is, you know, I'm always thinking, man, whose story do I get to help yeah. create today? You know, this month, like I I'm very, very driven by that. I just feel that, um, I just feel like people need mentorship and they need guidance and they need, they need raving fan and they need someone in their corner and they need someone to whisper in their ear that they've got this and they can do it. And I just, I really feel like that's my calling, you know? So I, I don't really ever like see myself as retiring in this business. Cause I mean, I am so in love with this business. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's, it's what drives me, you know, every day. Um, now granted, yeah, we get to do a lot of great things, 
you know, with our kids. I think our, our the biggest challenge, I think, you know, I don't know why I'm kind of sharing this, but I am, but I think the biggest challenge is, is that when you do make that, the money that we make is making sure that you always keep your kids super grounded. You know what I mean? And, and making sure that we, you know, like we, I, I go back to like, Hey, we need to act like we're making, you know, 50,000 a year. Yeah. You know, with our kids, it's really, really, really important. Right. So, um, so for us, it's just making sure that, well, number one, we always learn that it's not the money that you make, but it's the money that you keep. Sure. Um, we are really good with our money. I tell people like, before you go, like, dude, I've been in this business 23 years and this is a, this is like going out and doing that with the Escalade and writing cash and paying for it in full. Like we never, we didn't do that for a long time. Yeah. We paid on debt. We paid off our house. We made sure, you know what I mean? Yeah. We got solid. We had tons in savings, tons in our, ch- you know what I mean? Like yeah. we did those things. I tell people like that cool guys, you know, it's cool. Like the new black is debt free. The new black is not the coolest car that you can in front of your driveway and take a picture of it and put it on social media. That ain't cool. <laughs> like our, our, our mission inside of our business with our organization is like, who can get out of debt first? Like that's a great mission, you know what I mean? Yeah, I and I love that because yeah. it gets our people really grounded. It's really grounded. And it keeps their feet on the ground, and it keeps them remembering why they're here, and it keeps their purpose solid, right? And you don't let them get wrapped up in a lot of that other stuff that sometimes, and unfortunately, we still see in network marketing. Where I'm like, you guys, like, no one gives a rip about that. Like, what yeah, are you doing? You know what I mean? Sure. Um, and so for us. It's not just about for us with that, but it's about, you know, the mission and yeah. instilling that in our team too. Well, you know? it's also, you know, contribution and growth is yeah. my two words. And that's when I feel the best. That's when I'm just in the best space is, you know, that's why I love you guys so much because what you do to bless people and give it away. And, Service. you know, you know, you know, we do so much with contribution and give money to so many different places, but you know, that's because we know that, you know, we got to give it away. Someone, you know, we were able to create it, but give it away and, and go bless people and give them a path to run on. It's like our kids. Someone asked me this the other day. It's like, what are you going to do with your kids? Like, you know, you're going to have this empire in 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years of hundreds of millions of dollars. What are you going to do? And I'm gonna like, are you just going to give it to them all? We're like, no, they're going to get a certain amount every year. If they're drug free, they're going to get a certain amount every year. You know, if they treat people a certain way and, you know, they're going to do a, get a certain amount every single year, if they give back to their community and, you know, it's all about giving and, and caring and making people better. You know, we're going to give them a certain amount a year, you know, if they, you know, get certain amount of grades as they're going through school, we're going to give them a certain, you know, and that's kind of how like we're raising them up because we don't want to just ruin them and say, here's all this money, right? right? If you got an idea, it's going to be like Shark Tank, Hudson. You got to come by mom and dad and pitch us. Yeah. We'll give you the thumbs up. We'll give you some money to go do your little venture, right? right but, right. you know, that's what I think is so cool is um, instead of just giving it all away to your kids or, you know, to people that, you know, you really love and care about. Sometimes you could put something in place like that. And Sarah and I have thought of this of how we're going to do it, where they can really grow and they can be really be ready for that income, for that blessing. Because the more you can prepare people, in my opinion, the better they're going to be. And um, that's why you hear all these crazy stories, right? So and so won the lottery, and what is it? What do they say? They're broke twelve months later. Right? It's it's a crazy story, right? Ninety nine percent of them are. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, it's really crazy. Well, it's funny you said that is, uh, is so, uh, one of the cool things that I love about what I found out about Brian Carruthers was 
I asked him, I said, well, what do you, what do you plan on doing? You know, and, and it's, it's amazing today. His net worth just, just hit 25 million in net worth, wow. uh, which awesome. uh, it's just, in, it's incredible. So I said, what are you going to do? You know? And he says, well, he says, I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you, I'm excited about it. He says, so I have it all set up. Whatever my kids earn, if they earn 30,000 a year, I match it from the trust and they get another 30. If they make a hundred, I match it to another hundred. So he's basically set it up so that whatever they earn, he will match it. Uh, and I said, well, that's, right. that's awesome. What happens, you know, when, when it's all, you know, how, what if town starts making 2 million a year? He's like, I guess it goes away once whoever makes the most and gets the other. <laughs> so I was laughing about that, but, but it's so true. And, and, and I respect you guys so much for that rather than just handing over the empire, setting out those goals like that. Cause, yeah. cause my dad kind of did it for me when I played basketball. You know, if I, if I hit a layup, I got $5. If I hit a, um, an outside shot, I got 10. And if I hit a three pointer, I got 25 bucks. And so uh, it was kind of his way of paying me. So, and it was so great because, uh, cause I, I strive for it. I shot for yeah, it. Yeah. You worked hard for it. Yeah. yeah. Hard for it. And, and, uh, there was times where I, you know, probably could have, should have made the layup and I stepped back to hit the three pointer and missed it. But Hey, that's life lesson that he taught me <laughs> trying to go for the 25. But guys, I'll just end like this is I, I want to thank you. Uh, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I, I appreciate you so much. I brag about you guys all the time to, to so many different leaders that I've, that I'm on, uh, on zooms with on a weekly basis. And, uh, you guys are just doing it the right way. You know, if there was a, a textbook of the right way to build, the right way to, to, to raise kids and, and, and to represent yourself in a public uh, atmosphere, you guys are A+. Plus and and I'm, I'm just grateful to know you as friends. And uh, if there's anything I can ever do for you, I'm always here for you. And I know it's likewise on your end. So uh, thank you for joining me on the life of a networker. I hope some folks got some great information out there. Uh, I will say uh, for those that go to sleep tonight to think about this, are you better than you were yesterday? As Sarah would say, and Tony's mentor says, pay attention, get excited and never quit. So guys, thank you so much. Happy Friday to you. Have a wonderful weekend and shout out to Hudson and Ava again. Uh, you got great parents and uh, go out there and get some candy uh, this weekend for Halloween <laughs> and make sure you hide it from your mom because she might steal it from you. <laughs> <laughs> See you, everybody. Thanks. Thank you for listening to The Life of a Networker. We really hope you have gotten some inspiration or value from listening to our show. For more info or to reach out, visit us at thelifeofanetworker.com. This podcast is sponsored by the Tell2 app, powered by RapidFunnel. It's not just another app. It's an entirely new technology category. The Tell2 app gives you a genuine way to build real relationships with your customers and get quality referrals with less work from you. Go to tell2app.com and build your brand, your way, and tell your story better.